How's it going, Startup Nation? Before we start this week's episode, I would be remiss if we did not acknowledge the victims and the families of the victims of the heinous acts that took place in London this past week. Startup Nation runs well across the pond into the UK, and I wanted you to know that we at Owls and the Startup Life uh, have you in our thoughts and prayers. And hopefully we can get to a point one day in this world where, you know, we can just come together and succeed. We can come together and do great things on planet Earth and not have to endure these tough and difficult times. So people of London and the UK, you're tough people. Keep your heads up and keep moving forward. You'll get through this like you always have. This week on The Startup Life. I'm teaching myself um, basically how to manage a website. Okay. I'm always trying to learn new. I'm a real big tech person, mm-hmm. so I'm always trying to learn something new techy. So I'm teaching myself how to manage a website, slightly coding a little bit. All right, Startup Nation. So let's take flight with Chef Brandon Thomas, founder, CEO, and executive chef of Guilt-Free Pastries. The Startup Life begins now. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> Scholars, are you ready to join the 25 Plus Club? Parents, how does thousands in college savings sound? Brand new in our school, the Owl Academy, we have released How to Hack the ACT. Students will cover managing test anxiety, math, science reasoning, and why eating a good breakfast is so important. For more information, go to this episode's show notes for the link. All right, Startup Nation, so I hope you're ready to receive some value today. We're here with my man, Chef Brandon Thomas of Guilt-Free Pastries. What's going on, man? Not much, man. How you doing? I can't call it. You ready to pour some knowledge and take flight with Startup Nation today? I'm ready to do my best. Let's do it, man. So let's do this, man. What's the story behind Guilt-Free? Uh, well, guilt, the guilt-free lifestyle started mm-hmm. about 16 years ago. Okay. Uh, the lifestyle is basically what we, uh, we basically sell a lifestyle. Got, okay, and we sell enough. that through the product. Okay. So the lifestyle is focusing on your mind, body, and spirit. Gotcha. Mainly. So we try to help people who are willing to help themselves try to align those. And we do that now through consulting services. We do that globally. But it started 16 years ago. I was 300 pounds. I was overweight. Really? Yeah. I was looking at you, I would have never guessed that. <laughs> thanks. thanks. Yeah, that was the whole purpose. That. No one can ever guess it. <laughs> right. Unless they were an old fat person. Then you know what to look oh, wait for. Wait a minute. The, the picture out in the front of the store, is that you? Yeah, that's me. That's you? Yeah, that's me, man. I thought it was two different people, man. No, no. All three of those people are me. But three with this person. Oh, okay. Yeah, those gotcha. two, yeah. Okay, that's They're what's me. up. Okay, yeah, my bad. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, you cool. Yeah, so that was me. So I was 316. Okay. Uh, the doctor went to the doctor. You know, I was pre-diabetic. All those stereotypical issues that you find in a black community. Stereotypical. Right. They say it runs in the family, but it Absolutely. actually runs through the food that we eat. I hear that. You know, so I educated myself. That's when the internet came around. You know, like, I'm like, what am I, 32? Mm-hmm. So AOL dial-up was big back then. You know, that. So people don't understand how you have to wait for internet. So it took me a while to get that. I started researching and understanding that, like, I had asthma growing up, mm-hmm. very bad. So, um, 
they gave me all these different types of steroids and all these different types of things like that and they never regulated it properly so I gained all the weight mainly from 80% from the drugs or medication gotcha. and then the other 20% from my southern stereotypical diet you I know the that. McDonald's or all oh, the yeah. poison foods and things like that so right. that was me starting the guilt-free lifestyle was me actually understanding that I was putting poison into my body I hear that either through white coat drugs or medical drugs and through the drugs through the food industry I hear that so I went outside stopped taking the drugs from the medical industry the doctor mm -hmm. was like you're Gonna be die. She's like, if you tap, stop taking these drugs, they're keeping you alive. You're gonna be dead before the summer's over. And right. I told her, I said, well, if I die, I die on my own will. I hear that. And of course, both my parents are like, you know, crying. No, don't do it. You're too stubborn. No. Of course. And I just stopped taking the drugs. I went outside, and by the end of the summer, I was 175. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, the last 16 years now, I've been keeping it off. And that's what started my journey along the guilt-free lifestyle and the journey towards guilt-free pastries. Okay. And so guilt-free pastries started four years ago. And how that started was basically um, I found out probably back in, uh, came back up here in 2012 after graduate school Okay. Uh, to take care of my parents. I found that I was allergic to gluten in like 2013. Oh, wow. Okay. And once I found that I was allergic to gluten, I had to start cooking everything completely different. Gotcha. And the one thing about like anyone who's been really large or any type of health issues, people always give up something. And so what we teach people is don't give it up, just make it guilt-free. I hear that. And that's okay. anything in life. It right. doesn't have to be food. It can be like relationship issues. We count, We consult about everything. Mm -hmm. Relationship, counseling, corporate American navigation, especially for African Americans and any other individual people of color. Right. But mainly African Americans first and then other people of color. Gotcha. So we focus on that. But once I found out I was big, I always loved sweets. Mm -hmm. I mean, donuts, cookies, cakes, it doesn't matter. Moon pies, the people remember what moon pies are. <laughs> right. Moon pies are like 800 calories. Right. You heat it up in the microwave for a little bit. You get your poison dairy milk and you eat it with it. But that's a whole nother topic. Fair but, enough, fair you enough. Know, so I never gave those up. Okay. So even throughout my journey, and I take everything, life, everything, business, life, step by step. Mm -hmm. You never want to just go and run. I hear that. You know, you plan, you step by step. So even with the company or with the food eating, I never got rid of the desserts. So basically, I just kept getting cleaner and cleaner with the desserts. Mm -hmm. And once I found that I was allergic to gluten, I had to basically throw everything out and start back over again. Gotcha. And when I did that, I was like, well, since I'm taking all this weed and everything out, let me go even farther and take out all the bad sugars. Let me take out all the bad carbs, all the bad fat. So that's made, So that's when we got everything to be gluten-free, grain-free, processed sugar-free, butter-free, dairy-free, and soy-free. Wow, okay. And then it took three months to make that avocado brownie. Gotcha. And okay. that's sort of how everything got started from okay. there. Wow, so yeah. like I didn't know that, man. So it's much bigger than just pastries or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, everything. Okay. I think everything in life should be bigger than what you're doing. If Fair you're enough. an artist, if you're a music artist, your words, especially if you're a, well, if you're a true hip-hop artist, oh, that's okay. a whole different subject <laughs> right there. Right, that's a I whole other show. I don't want the startup nation to get on me if we start <laughs> talking about that. Because I do have a musical background. Fair I was enough. classically Fair trained enough. for like 14 years. Gotcha. So I come from a real tradition of music. Right. But that's a whole nother stuff. But anything, I don't right. want to get on that because right. they may like go crazy. But anything you. you do, 
you should have another purpose behind it. That's just the way I believe. Everything should have another purpose. So if you're selling pastries, and especially, the food is so important. Mm -hmm. Food, people don't understand how food is literally the first medicine you were given. I hear that. From Earth, right. from God, the Creator, whatever name you want to give it, it right. was from this planet we live on. Mm -hmm. So food is the most important medicine you can have. So if someone who cultivates or creates food, I have to understand that I'm responsible for what goes in your body. Gotcha. So I, if I don't eat it, you don't eat it. That's gotcha. sort of my thing. Okay, yeah. fair enough, man. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Let me ask you this, man. As you run guilt-free, I imagine you run, you know, you deal with external vendors and third mm -hmm. parties, stuff like that. Tell us about that process a little bit. And then you don't have to give names and, yeah, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. But tell us about that process of working with other people in order to make a successful business. Um, it's... Initially, at the beginning, it was a little bit tricky uh, okay. learning how to navigate the city that we're in, right. uh, being Memphis, Tennessee, and of the course. culture behind that city. Mm -hmm. So you sort of have to understand that uh, people normally assume that I'm younger than what I am for some reason, especially the people who I deal with, a certain demographic that I deal with. Right. So it's that demographic of people, older people, assuming that you're young, so you don't really know what you're doing, or your company is just a little guy baking some stuff out the oven, and that's it. Right. You know, so understanding that di dynamic and how to navigate through that mm -hmm. is something that you know is something that I had to learn over the last four years but the relationship has all been good with most of the vendors that I've had now initially when we first got started I was a one-man company gotcha so I was doing literally everything and at that point we started off I mean it started off with just me I mean, I literally sold to this used car salesman company. Probably, he was, his name was actually, I remember his name. I'm terrible name. It was Michael. Mm. Met him in Whole Foods. Started off with him, and from there, it just went up from there. And the vendors that I got within the first year is like nine different vendors. Okay. A large amount of different local grocery stores around that. and everything like okay. that. And what I discovered through time was they started... Honestly, since we're speaking honestly, I only know how to speak guilt-free. Yeah, okay. Uh, my Fair enough. Publicist, sort of the PR person, the marketing director, they're, they're right. like, can you not speak so guilt-free? I'm like, it's guilt-free lifestyle. That's what right. I do. I create it. That's what I do. Gotcha. So they started sort of devaluing the product. I hear that. Okay. You know, uh, devaluing it, mm -hmm. even though their customers were like, their customers, like some of the vendors, their customers were calling me and saying, can you put more product in this store? Mm -hmm. The actual owner started devaluing the product. I mean, literally, I had one dispute. Well, it wasn't a dispute. The owner literally said, I just did my books at the end of the year, and I'm making five cents less that I wanted to make from your company. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to do business. That's crazy. Five cents, a nickel. Right. And his customers were literally calling me. We got, we, hey, can you get more product here? We just want to buy direct from you. So issues like that, mm -hmm. you know, you understand why they happen. You right. know, I am an African-American male. And those right. are normally in this city. This city is honestly ran by Europeans. Right. There's no, nothing wrong with that. But you. that's a whole nother topic for another show. <laughs> I feel like we, we, we didn't create three whole episodes. You probably, <laughs> I mean, I, I forgot to tell you, my background, I'm a social psychologist okay so I sort of see things in the lens fair enough it's uh, like not, nothing yeah. to stand still there's connection yes, a connection and everything okay. so that's why I could relate race um, economics gender and class and okay. almost everything that I see okay so that's why I went even with business I navigate business that way as well fair enough yeah fair yeah. enough thanks for sharing that man yeah, you're powerful right. stuff what do you wish you would have known before you started Guilfree even though I say I like to do things step by step, sure. sometimes I am a adventurous type person. I am spontaneous. Okay. okay. So if I can go back four years and tell the four years older or younger version of myself mm -hmm. what I would do differently, it would be actually, truthfully, it would be to plan a little bit more. Okay. Because okay. like I told you, the company sporadically started from just my love of cooking a certain way, other people, like-minded people, that random person 
who uh, wanted to buy the products. A random guy was like, I like to eat avocado browns. I'll give you $35 for them. I was like, oh, okay, $35. Here you go, buddy. <laughs> right. He was like, what's your, he literally spoke into existence everything. Mm -hmm. This guy was like, what's your company name? And do you know Zach Morris saved by the bill? You yeah, know that yeah, show? yeah, or, or even like Deadpool, anyone who right. freezes the frames and talks to the fourth yeah, dimension. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. Okay. I literally, I literally <laughs> freeze the frame and I was like, okay, this is a brownie, basically a pastry. I took all the guilty stuff out, so it's mm -hmm. free of guilt. He was like, what's your company name? Guilt-Free Pastries. So everything is sort of rent like that. Okay. So if I can go back, I will be like, okay, let's sit down and let's do the square. No, well, it's not square in a negative way, but the square type thing. Of, let's draw out the proper business plan. Let's project a little, at least a year or two in ahead. I hear that. But hindsight 2020, I would do that, but then I could also say if I, do, if I took that step, Sometimes that cannot allow certain people to even jump. Gotcha. You know, sometimes you have to take the jump. Absolutely. And then build your parachute on the way down. I hear that. I and, hear you know, that. so that's <laughs> that's sort of how I like to do a jump and build a parachute. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough, man. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Uh, what did you learn from the worst boss or mentor you've ever had? Man. And you don't have to name names. I won't name it, man. Especially not to the mentor. And some of them may still be my mentor, you know. I don't want them to be like, I know exactly who he's talking about. Right, fair X enough. him out. Gotcha. The mentor was, um, some of my worst mentors have also been my best mentors. Okay. And that's the way I sort of live my life. I hear that. You can learn the most amount of information from the people who do wrong by you. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me, that type of thing. I gotcha. mean, I've had mentors who have literally not been in the field that I'm in, mm -hmm. helped me understand how to, like, network the city a little bit, you know, because it's all about who you know, especially in Absolutely. Memphis. Absolutely. Especially. It's everywhere now, but especially in this city. Absolutely. It's who you know and the right people, mm -hmm. you know, and the right groups of people. Absolutely. And so they have helped me with that, but at the same time, they're like, oh, you're not doing this. I really need this type of niche that you're doing. I need you to help me with this. And if I get there, I'm going to uh, tell people about you. And then when they get to a certain level, they start doing it themselves, opposed to just coming back and saying gotcha. instead of me doing it's like for you doing podcast right it's like for instance if i met i don't even know who's the biggest podcast guy is like gotcha. let's, let's just say you can name the biggest podcast guy there is right okay he comes and he's like oh man i like your voice we should do podcasts together and i'm like mm -hmm. okay i know nothing about podcasts okay and then i don't mention like hey i know this guy dominant man they're doing this great thing for the startup nation and everything i'm right. like but instead of me pushing into you i take it myself Gotcha. That type of thing. So that's enough. from a bad mentor. I mean, I've had bad bosses back when I worked mm -hmm. for, uh, you know, a nine to five type thing when I was in college. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've had just a stereotypical white supremacist bosses. I hate to say it that nonchalantly, but that's just anyone gotcha. who works in corporate America, anybody understands that if you're a person, you're black or any other person of color, mm -hmm. you understand what I mean by that. Gotcha. So, no, yeah. I, I get that. And I appreciate your can your uh, your candor as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like you said, you do everything guilt-free. Yeah, so I do. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I appreciate that. Um, let me ask you this. How do you market or advertise? Are you social media, word of mouth works best? What works um, for you? At first, when I was by myself, before mm -hmm. I had a marketing director, it was just the stereotypical, this following the trends of doing research, understanding that you have to be on Instagram if you're a food-related company. Fair enough. You know, you have to be on Facebook, knowing how to navigate different between those two different types. Instagram is a hashtag-based thing. Mm -hmm. Facebook is more about who you have. Right. And they're changing their algorithms all the time. Mm -hmm. But initially, I just got on Facebook. And I just posted, made a Facebook page, company page, and just posted things sporadically, basically, gotcha. mm -hmm. until I started learning more and more. Thankfully, I, um, through the universe, I found a marketing director uh, who is Elizabeth, and um, 
she understands, you know, she's the marketing person. She understands everything when it comes to it. So now the marketing is done by her. Gotcha. So she manages the Twitter account, the uh, Pinterest account, Facebook, Instagram. So mm-hmm. now all that's handled through her. But basically, we just focus on our target demographic. Gotcha. You know, and then okay. move forward from there. Okay. Yeah. What did you learn from your biggest failure? Try not to be stereotypical. I don't like titles, but I try not to okay. stereotypically be from my side of campus, meaning okay. an armchair thinker. Okay. Because you ask me a question, I'm going to. Fair enough. Answer it this way. But okay. for my biggest failure, I mean, I honestly see failure as success. I hear that. I don't okay. really understand how anyone can fail. Because through failure, I mean, if you start a business and it fails, quote unquote, mm-hmm. you learn so much from that one month, three days you had a business, or three, four, five, six years, that you really haven't failed. Gotcha. You only fail by not trying. I hear that. So that's the way I answer that. So for my biggest failure, I learned just continue to keep going and going and going. Okay. Yeah. Cool deal. Cool deal. Uh, entrepreneurs always consider themselves lifelong learners, constant professional mm-hmm. development, things of that nature. What does professional development mean to you, and what are you learning now? Well, it means just, it is exactly what you said, continue to learn. I mean, ever since I was a kid, I, the most, most important thing I've always known is, you can never learn too much. I hear that. And I always told myself, the day I exit this vessel that I'm in mm-hmm. is the day this vessel can't learn anymore. I hear that. So okay. that's 2100 AD, by the way. I'm quoting that right now. Okay. Yeah, 2100. That's All right. when I plan on exiting. But to answer that question, mm-hmm. um, right now, I'm teaching myself um, basically how to manage a website. Okay. I'm always trying to learn new. I'm a real big tech person, mm-hmm. so I'm always trying to learn something new techy. So I'm teaching myself how to manage a website, slightly coding. A little bit. Um, I'm always learning through different books and things like that. Okay. Yeah. Some people say in order to be successful as an entrepreneur, you need, you know, you got to go to college, get some networks, contacts, mm-hmm. and the other. Some people say you just need work ethic and a dream. Yeah. So, Chef Brandon, what do you say you on that? That's a loaded one. <laughs> Especially depending on where we're at right now in this Absolutely. time frame. Mm-hmm. Man, um, hate to be a Benedict Arnold and ride the fence, but it's really both. Okay. To tell you the truth, it really like everything like when we do consulting, right? Mm-hmm. There's no blueprint Fair to enough. life. There's no blueprint to consulting, depending on who you're talking to, right? So I was trained as a social psychologist and doing consulting, not consulting, but doing counseling and things gotcha. like that. Mm-hmm. So there's no blueprint. There's a standard, right? So for instance, for college or no college, right? Mm-hmm. It depends on who you are. Okay. That. So if you're set up, your parents. Financial literacy, <laughs> if your parents understand that and they can set up a financial wealth for you or mm-hmm. economic status for you, right. then college may be a good route. Okay. If you have the scholarships, if you have the grants, college is a great route. But if you're going into college on loans and things of that nature and you get out and you owe $100,000 or $200,000 for loans, then it may have not been the perfect route for you. Right. So every, it depends on who you are. Some people are geared for college. Mm-hmm. It's just a continuation. Uh, waking up at a certain time and going to sleep at a certain time and doing tasks or something. College really teaches you how to work a nine to five. Gotcha. They don't teach economic status. They don't teach financial literacy, you know, unless you take that economics or something like that. Understood. So it depends. I mean, I myself, I can't just sit here and say, oh, it makes sense. I'm not trying to make it slanted towards don't go to college. Of course. Of course. I'm saying I went to college. I mean, I have three very expensive pieces of paper. (laughs) You know, it's not even on a wall. They're just in a box, honestly speaking. So, I mean, the titles don't mean that much to me now. I went to college because, you know, I was the first generation, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that and all that stuff. And then I was told for my, it's a generational thing, I was told. You have to go to college to succeed. But we look now and we see that, well, actually, if you just look, most of the billionaires who started all these humongous companies dropped out of college. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about the networking, 
that almost is almost a great talent. That's why people join fraternities or sororities for right. the network and for that circle of people. Absolutely. So, you know, it could just be either or. It depends on what's best for you. Gotcha. You know. All right, cool. I would say try college. Mm-hmm. I mean, now it's almost, I think, in, yeah, Tennessee is free. Two years of community college is free. Mm-hmm. So I would I would definitely, if something is free, <laughs> right. it's going to get you a step up. Absolutely. Because you can learn this two years, you can get a social degree and so many skills that you actually need. Like, honestly speaking, sociology, psychology, chemistry, biology, those are always going to be there. Right. Those aren't building. Right. So understanding how to do concrete, understanding how to do wood, understanding how to make this microphone, Mm -hmm. those are the tasks that are never going anywhere. Okay. Hard labor jobs are hard labor jobs, quote unquote, you're always going to be able to get a job. And if someone can give you two years worth of free education, you pick something with no two years, in my opinion, that will automatically get you money after two years. I hear that. And then keep moving on in your dreams. I hear that, man. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, Right before we go to break, man, what does the average day look like as you run Guilt Free? Uh, I normally wake, I use 24 hour format. I normally okay. wake up at 0600. Okay. Um, before I even get out of bed, I set my affirmations. Mm-hmm. I get my, um, my mind back into my body. So okay. So I become one. I rise. I exercise uh, for about 30 minutes or so. Uh, I have the same routine normally by 0700 to 0745. I'm eating a, a breakfast, normally the same type of breakfast. Okay. 0800, I'm on the clock. For GFP officially, okay. emails, phone calls, things like that, and then the day continues. It depends on if it's a cooking day or how busy the company is. Understood. It continues Understood. up to 2,300 hours or 11 p.m. or to 2 a.m. in the morning. Okay. And then repeats. Gotcha. Yeah. So, like, there's certain days you, you cook and then certain days you don't cook? Or yeah. Like, okay. Normally, okay. it depends on the traffic, how many orders we have, and things like that. But Understood. it's only either uh, three days or on a slowest week, maybe four days. Mm-hmm. On a busy week, it's seven days a week. You gotcha. know, cooking. Okay, yeah. cool. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. How you like being on the Startup Life, man? I mean, I like it so far. It's awesome, man. All right, cool, cool. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break, and you're listening to the Startup Life. teacher looking for great resources, look no further than Owls e-commerce store on Teachers Pay Teachers, the store name Teaching with Owls. Enjoy great lessons based on short stories from great authors such as Kate Choppin's The Story of an Hour and Edgar Allan Poe's The Mask of the Red Death. 
And no worries, teachers. All lessons are Common Core aligned. All right, Startup Nation, so let's get to you. So, Chef Brandy, you got like an event coming up tomorrow. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so our event tomorrow, we're going to have a concert tomorrow night uh, with the feature of a local artist named Object 12. Okay. And they're going to have a special guest artist as well. You're going to have to stay tuned. Actually, you're going to have to come out tomorrow. Okay. Here at uh, their local in Memphis is 344 South Main. The okay. concert starts at 6 p.m. and ends at 9 p.m. That's what's up. And Object 12, they're like this cool fusion soul punk r&b funk and blues band oh wow yeah it's like the sound that these guys create i can't even say what it's similar to it's like imagine prince band Mm -hmm. joining parliament funk joining (laughs) whoever produced the jay-z black album fair enough all coming together as one that's their sound. It's like cats from Maryland. Mm-hmm. The lead cats named Fred X from here. Okay. You know, and the sound they make is amazing. So we're going to be open late to 9 p.m. We're mm-hmm. going to have our specials out. We have a, a Big Mike Donut. Okay. That's sort of our special we're going to be doing this weekend. Um, that's like basically our version of a glazed donut. Okay. Um, it's a cake donut. It's brushed with local raw honey and then sprinkled with coconut crystals. Okay. Yeah, it's named Big Mike after Big- my father. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, cool. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, man. Now, do you have events like that here uh, often? Yeah, or? we okay. normally do events um, weekly. Normally, okay. we have different okay. types of events. Like last week, uh, we had a local artist named David. He mm-hmm. has a um, handmade jewelry line called I V as a Victor J D. Okay. And um, his handmade jewelry was he was here last Friday doing what he does. You know, we like the whole thing about this location was when I when I landed upon this location was. Mm-hmm. I'm all about giving back. Okay. So if I meet someone who's cool, they're great, great energy, they're positive, they love what they're doing, and it's positive what they're doing, mm-hmm. then I'm going to give them the platform to do what they do. I hear that. You know, like the that. art on the wall, these are all local Memphis artists, okay. you know, they have cool artworks. We was like, yeah, hang your artwork. I don't charge them anything for hanging. I'm like, why would I charge you for hanging art? It's great energy. It fills up the room. Mm-hmm. It makes it feel warm. So bring it in, you know. Fair enough. So we like to give people that play. I was given the platform. That's, That's what's up. Each one, teach one. Yeah, I got you. You know, so I was given the platform. So I do my best to give it back. That's the way I live. Send that elevator back down. Exactly. I hear that. Yep. Fair enough. All right. Thanks for sharing that, man. Yep. Uh, what's a popular misconception about running a business or starting a business? <laughs> That is easy. Okay. <laughs> or that just because you work three jobs, you work harder than someone who starts a business. I hear that. I yeah, because I mean, no offense. Right. No, I'm talking, I've worked. Right. I've worked myself two full-time jobs and was a full-time student. I was on scholarship for U of M for music, so I've done all that. Mm-hmm. But none of that compares, honestly, <laughs> to starting your own business. And it depends on what type of business you are and how you structure the business, how you run. If you're like a day trader or if you're someone who's doing something where a computer does it for you, if, or some day traders say they have to do it themselves or they trade better, but that's a whole mm-hmm. other thing. Right. But it depends on your business. Right. You know, that's what it depends on. But it doesn't matter what business, I think, in my opinion, it is. You wear every hat. So that. it's like, simply put, what, three big companies in Memphis, what? FedEx, IP, and Amazon. Mm-hmm. FedEx probably has, I don't know how many positions FedEx probably has, over a hundred different titles. Right. One person does all that as an entrepreneur. I hear that. And that <laughs> doesn't matter what you do. You can cut grass. Mm-hmm. That could be your company. You still work a hundred positions. Absolutely. The phone, the marketing, the this, the that, the that, the custodial person, you're everything. Right. So that's one of the biggest things. Okay. Misconception, I think. I think I, I'm hoping that with 
I hate to just use the quote unquote the younger generation. Every generation <laughs> says like no matter once you get an age, the younger generation is understanding. <laughs> so it's like you know once you get above a certain age, the younger generation. Right. But I think like with the millennials, I'm just saying everybody, every generation, every generation dislikes something else from another generation. Like for instance, right. I can tell you one thing. I guarantee you, I, I just met you. Go, go just for met it. you. Do you like mumble rap? No, don't don't see? get me started on that. Now, no, I, don't, don't see, get me on see, that. <laughs> see, you don't like right. it. Or man wearing dress for shirts, and you know you don't like that, right? I don't. So, I don't. Now, I don't understand it. I don't understand now, it. I, yeah. I don't understand it. And that's right? a generational thing, because <laughs> right, I mentor. We we mentor. I mentor myself personally. Eighth grade boys every week during the school year. Mm-hmm. They love it. Gotcha. That's a generation. I look. I'm like. And so I don't bash it. Right, of course not. So I asked them about it. Right. So I just be like, so what are they talking about? I don't know, man. They talk about money. Again. You know, it's like sort of off, off canter a little mm-hmm. bit. But I'm like, but let's talk about that. Why right. do you like this? You say you live in a neighborhood where there's all these different types of games. That, do you like the games? Oh, no, man. It's real bad out here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why do you like the music? So let's understand where they're putting you in the mindset of. Don't allow someone to condition your mind, condition your Understood. own mind. Understood. You know, stuff like that. I got you. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair I don't enough. Get too far off. No, I got you. I got you. I got you. But it, it, it speaks to the overall culture of guilt free. So yeah. I, I appreciate yeah. your candor. So okay. no, you're good. You're good. How has entrepreneurship affected your lifestyle? I would say it's uh, interesting because, honestly speaking, my parents, I would have to give, I actually, I had to, first I had to give my spirit the credit for accepting my parents and getting into this body. That's a whole nother topic. But I had to, to keep it on this dimension, I had to give my parents the credit for everything I do. Hey, my parents and the creator, mm-hmm. the credit for everything I do. Because I say that to answer your question because about how entrepreneurship life has affected me because my parents raised me in a way to think sort of like this. Okay. Especially my mom. My dad was more story. He was like, make sure when you do your own, you still got your background of money come in. So basically what he's, mm-hmm. to shorten up what he said was, don't get your nine to five and then do your stuff on the side. Gotcha. My mom raised me up more. She was like, she is still radical, quote unquote. She mm-hmm. raised me more towards, don't always think about working for yourself. That's the only way you're going to be fully successful in life and get everything you work for. Okay. Basically, she was saying there's no, you can't put, the way I look at it now is you can't put an hourly rate on a human life. I hear that. It doesn't matter if you make $100 an hour, $1,000. None of that is equivalent to a human life because money is something we made up. Gotcha. We didn't make up life. Right. You can't even compare the two. Absolutely. So how has it affected my life? It really, I mean, it really hasn't because uh, I had a company in college. It was called Picture Perfect Lungs. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I lost my weight, I did that by, uh, I cut my parents' yard uh, every week. It's a half acre in the front, a full acre in the back with a push mower. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I didn't just cut it to cut it. Mm-hmm. I'm an artist. So mm, I gotcha. started cutting designs into the yard. Gotcha. So I would cut the mud, the uh, river front, the tumbly part, the way it looks to me, I would cut that into a front yard. That's what's so up. there was two trees. I would go around the trees and make sun rises, sunsets, the mm. waves, and all that. Gotcha. And people started saying it and asking me, like, oh, man, who's cutting your garden? I'm doing it. So I started. I was like, oh, picture pray for lines. Basically, Da Vinci at your feet. So they have always told me anytime you have something, go out and do it. Try it. You know? I hear that. So I've had that lifestyle my whole life so it really hasn't affected it i mean from from that the people i've attracted to me you know like-minded people attract like-minded have always had that entrepreneurship 
within them as well. All of my friends that I met in college, now they're doing their own thing. You know, even my relationship with my girlfriend now, mm-hmm. she's an entrepreneur herself. Right. So when we, uh, we got together, it wasn't that issue of like one person entrepreneur, one person a nine to five mindset, and they had these struggle because they can't see each other. It's more like she understands what I'm doing, I understand what she's doing, Absolutely. and it's perfectly fine. So I haven't had any serious issues with it. I hear that. Yet. I hear that. Let me ask you this, and this is a bit of a follow-up question. When you were talking about the journey to lose the weight, mm-hmm. right, and you were talking about how the doctor said you got to be on this medicine, and you was like, I'll just do it on my own terms. Yeah. Do you think that's kind of the entrepreneurial mindset back, you know, then. back then like that kind of led to you like saying, no, nah, I'm not going to take these drugs. I'm just going to do it on my own terms, do it this way. And you know, I can say I can say yes to okay. that because I've always had a mindset of questioning everything. Fair enough. So you can call it a scientific. You can call you can put a word on anything. Okay. You can call it whatever you want, but I've always had to simply put the mindset of questioning every single thing. Fair enough. Even myself. Gotcha. So I, before I question somebody else, I question myself first. Okay. I always point the finger first. So with the doctor telling me, I mean, when I was saying. That was almost a no-brainer, though. You don't even have okay, to question because I was taking five different drugs daily, mm-hmm. five different types of steroids daily, right. taking an asthma shot in one arm every week and an allergy shot at the same time. So mm-hmm. I don't have a fear of needles because from zero to 16, I didn't have a chance to. Gotcha. So that's, that was almost, that wasn't even challenging. Well, I, I guess you are right. I did challenge the system. Right. If I was a stereotypical, no offense, American who walks around as a mm-hmm. zombie, mm-hmm. I would have took my drugs every single day and probably would have been dead by now from the drugs, gotcha. honestly speaking. Gotcha. So, yeah, you are right. Well, yeah. I, I just, I just kind of made that connection. That I just way. made yeah. the connection between the yeah, two because it really, it really speaks to, like, I'm going to do it on my terms, do it on this way, this, that, and the other. And, yeah. you know, and it, if, if I'm going to pass away, it will be on my terms. Exactly. I really, it's just like being an entrepreneur and running a business. I didn't think You're going to do it and run your business this way. It's on my terms. I set the hours. Yep. I set the days, this, that, and the other. So, I just made the connection. Right. That's man. a good connection, I just made the connection. That's probably man. why I can't get hired by anybody on a regular night. <laughs> I've always had that issue. If Fair something enough. doesn't make sense to me, I say it. Right. And Fair other enough. people don't like that when Absolutely. you have a boss. They don't like when you tell them something's going wrong. Right. But yeah, right. that's a good connection. Fair enough. I try my best. I try yeah, my good best. Job, good job. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you this. Um, and I know you say you have a few employees or something like that. Or yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you look for in an employee? Uh, to help tell the story of guilt free, because I can imagine you can't just like just hire uh, anybody who just no 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 right right especially somebody who questions everything. Yeah, everything <laughs> we do right now is still closed. Fair enough. Okay. Like the way I bring in people is closed. It's sort okay. of like. Like, for instance, how I meet them mm-hmm. is how we interact with each other. If they are about the lifestyle already and just having branded a guilt-free lifestyle. Understood. You know, so, you mm-hmm. know, Buddhism is no different from guilt-free lifestyle. Okay. True Christians, that's a whole nother subject. Man, that's a now, fourth podcast. True. That's a fourth podcast you just created, but go ahead. Hey, man. Hey, man. hey there you go. You got a whole lot of them I helped you out with subjects, man. See, we help each other out. That's the way we go. You know, it, it's just like basically... This is a short version. Sure. I look for a person who has the right mindset already. Gotcha. Like, for instance, it's like if I have a volunteer, I don't mind if there's someone who's still eating McDonald's and stuff like that, because then I can help. We can help each other. Understood. I can try to help them understand why they probably should slow off eating some of those things, mm-hmm. and they can help me man a table at an event or something like Understood. that. Right. Understood. But for any company, you want someone who represents the company mm-hmm. from the beginning. Right. And then you mold them from whatever your company standards are, your Understood. mission statement. Understood. So I find people who are like-minded already. People who are, they don't have to be vegan, they don't have to be this, but people who are eating clean. 
clean, quote unquote. Okay. You know, already. Mm-hmm. People who have a mindset of it doesn't have to be a certain way. Like my marketing director, she doesn't do, do marketing how the books teach you. She does it off her emotions, how it feels, how the, how the demographics are looking, what's okay. going out there. So people who are doing the exact same thing you said I did before, who are questioning everything mm-hmm. and who are doing things their own way to finance director, she sees numbers the same way me and you see everything we're talking about. Fair enough. You know, people like that. Okay. You know, that's yeah, how. Cool. Thanks for sharing that, yeah. man. Do you have any mentors currently? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have uh, one mentor. Just met with him yesterday. Okay. Uh, so I would say I have at least strong mentors that I contact with frequently, probably two or three. Okay. That's very strong. I can contact. They give me good advice. You know, right there on the spot. Gotcha. Is yeah. it like a situation where you meet with them at a set time every so often, or just like you just call them when you it's need them? It's just call or text or something okay. like that. Or they call me when they need something, and we go back and forth. Yeah. Kind, of, kind of just kind of a checking in every so often. Some exactly. situation. Okay. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Have you ever had to turn down a, a, a client before? Now, I know you're kind of like, a, you know, with the pastries and stuff. Yeah. But uh, have you ever had to, like, turn down somebody? Like, maybe somebody had an event coming up. And you, you know, and I imagine Chef Brandon probably investigates who they are and stuff like that right <laughs> before they do business with them. Yeah. And like you investigate them and like, I don't know if I want, you know, that type of energy mm-hmm. to be connected with guilt free. Has yeah. any kind of situation has ever happened like that? Oh before? yeah, that's okay. happened frequently. I okay. Mean, that's okay. like almost on a weekly basis. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's not, it's not a negative thing. That's no, a good okay. thing that's, that's coming to me. No, of course. Because at the course. beginning there wasn't phone calls coming. Fair enough. So see, fair I don't enough. see that. It's not fair. That's that's a success. Absolutely. That the people are calling that I don't want to deal. That's an honor. Oh, right. you call me and I don't want to get the business from you. Hey, that's something you that's privilege. Right. That's just being honest. Everyone's privileged. Doesn't matter what level you're at. Absolutely. You know, that's yeah. white privilege, that's a whole nother subject. That's which black, there's no such thing as black privilege, but there's white privilege. That's, that's another podcast. That's yeah. Sorry. Podcast. Sorry. No, but no, right no. back on it. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Sorry. I get it. It's all good. I get it's off, all good. Yes, I have had issues like that okay. before. Like there's been events, just someone asked us for events just recently. And we went back and forth so f- much on the event that we was like, yeah, we just do it for two hours. Sure thing. Sure just thing. to see if we reach another demographic. Okay. But, yes, there has been events, and even especially uh, vendors mm-hmm. that we were doing, try to do business with that we can just feel that it's very corrupt. And that they're trying to, honestly, I've had vendors or companies, big-name companies in the city, I mean, humongous companies in this industry that where I'm in, the health mm-hmm. industry, that's, Oh, we really love your product. We hear about it all the time. Can we get you on do wholesale? Blah blah blah. And they're really only wanting to purchase my product so their chefs can try to reverse engineer to try Understood. to figure out how I create what I do. Understood. Because that's a big thing people can't figure out. I don't think honestly, this is very honest. You can ask anybody. People say I don't give myself no credit. I don't think I'm doing anything special. Understood. I'm just doing what I'm told to do I hear from that. the universe. I, I try. I have when I first started coming, I was like, ah, I understand how hard it is to do this type of business. It's food business. There's not that much profit and margins. Da, 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 da. I'm going to go away from it. Every time at the beginning when I try to go away, I got pulled back. Gotcha. You know, mm-hmm. so for me, it's like, I don't think I'm doing anything special, but other vendors and stuff have contacted me and tried to literally steal my products. Gotcha. So, you know, from that, though, mm-hmm. we learned, or I've learned how to get everything. I've always been a paper person. Everything isn't right. Okay. So I'm like, before you come and do business, you have every single thing you 
I mean, there's non-compete forms. There's mm -hmm. everything in writing, you know, so that's where I've learned from it. Okay, yeah. understood. Well, you know what? It, it speaks to a whole nother dynamic, I think, when you talk about, like, you say you don't think you're doing things special, but mm -hmm. somebody else does. But I think it, it speaks to that mindset of constantly improving, constantly yep. getting better, right? Because, you know, I don't know if you're a Michael Jackson fan or not, but... Who is it? <laughs> fair enough. You know, you never know these days, right? Something's wrong with them. But I hear a story <laughs> I hear a story about how, like, the way we, you know, the Thriller video, mm -hmm. he hated it. He, he thought it could have been better. And we all think, like, Thriller was, like, the greatest music ever. video we've ever it's seen. It's like, start at that whole phase of, like, music videos being six, nine minutes long. Exactly, yeah. right? But, you know, but, like, you know, one of the greatest artists of all time, yeah. things, like, wasn't good enough, right? Yeah. So I think it speaks to that dynamic of, like, constantly getting better, constantly, mm -hmm. you know, honing your craft, if you will. Exactly. So I, I appreciate you sharing Thanks. that. But Great. you have to remember when you're a perfectionist, you still have to give yourself your pass on Oh, the absolutely. Back. Absolutely. Yeah, because if absolutely. not, that can get to you yeah. and drive you down somewhat the wrong path Absolutely. Sometimes. Absolutely. This next question, I feel like I know the answer to, but we're just okay. going to dive right into it. Do entrepreneurs have a social obligation to uh, uh, obligation to tackle social issues? So, what do you think I was going to say? I was going to short answer yes, but that's true. <laughs> the short answer is yes, but then there's a yes and no. Okay. It the everyone shouldn't address social issues. Okay, fair enough. Let's just fair put enough. it that way. Okay. If, for instance. I don't want to step on home care. Uh, for instance, <laughs> if you're an athlete, right, uh -huh. there are certain athletes who should address social issues. They understand them. They have some background with it. They have knowledge with it. They've studied it themselves. And there are certain athletes who never should open their mouths about social issues, like Charles Bartley. Okay. He's basically a coon. He should never <laughs> open his mouth for anything. That's the truth. I mean, he's not going to ever hear this, even if he does. There's proof of thousands of other people saying the same thing. You gotcha. know, he goes off the system. He does what he needs to do. Mm -hmm. So it depends on what business you in if you're in a business of what type of business doesn't need to do social issues McDonald's shouldn't really do social issues because they're okay. killing people okay so I mean it depends on what business you are yes okay. I personally even before I ever had a business you should be I should be involved with social issues that's why I mentor kids every week to try to see where the mindset is of the 14 year old black demographic right okay. now that's mainly my main purpose of why I'm doing it to try to figure out what's going on within our community mm -hmm. you know I'm not directly in those communities so I'm trying to figure out what's going on in the community so yes you okay. are right okay yeah. <laughs> let me challenge you just a little bit all right okay. challenge um, and this goes back to the McDonald's example that you mm -hmm. gave right some would say that since McDonald's is in certain neighborhoods mm -hmm. that they should tackle those issues yeah but Okay, that's that. What because I'm saying like you're taking money from that neighborhood. Yeah, right? they, so. yeah, they take. You said mm -hmm. exactly right. Mm -hmm. You take the money from that neighborhood. They take their money. And they give them back diseases. Fair enough. Yeah, this is. I'm, <laughs> I am a scientist, but right. I'm not that type of scientist. Gotcha. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's proven. Mm -hmm. Anytime a McDonald's French fry does not decompose mm -hmm. in air, it does not decompose in the human body. Okay. So that just breaks down the body. Okay. It's chemicals you're eating. So, yes, McDonald's, that's what they do do, right? Right. McDonald's provides income for people who couldn't get jobs normal, who couldn't get a job that easily from other places. Fair enough. You don't have to, you don't have to speak a certain way to work at McDonald's, you know. You can get a job at McDonald's. You can work up the McDonald's line. There's nothing, now understand what I'm saying. There's nothing wrong with making your money from McDonald's. Absolutely. If you're making your money from, I can name some other way worse corporations than McDonald's, <laughs> Bayer, Monsanto. If you're working your money from these corporations, you're making your money, and that's, that's fine. You can, as long as you can understand I'm making my money here and I'm not going to let them 
get in my mindset. Gotcha. I'm not going to let them condition me or control me. Or Basically, I'm not going to be a robot. I'm going to be a human being. I'm not going to allow the system of McDonald's to force me to do like basically if you work at McDonald's you're not going to eat McDonald's I hear that right mm-hmm. so yes they do help the community as far as giving jobs to the community but they do not help any community by providing them the food service that they give them besides being a cheap sugar source that's basically you're getting cheap sugar white sugar toxic sugar gotcha and that's it and yeah. also you talk about the community mm-hmm. if you go to different cities McDonald's are always in black or people of color communities normally. Okay. There's more majority of McDonald's and places like that in people of color communities or black communities specifically, mm-hmm. not in fluent communities. Okay. Easily seen. You can't go to Collierville. You, you, uh, Collierville here on the main street in Poplar, you will see those places. Right. But if you go into the heart of Collierville neighborhoods, you won't see a fast food chain like that, right? Okay. If you go into the heart of Whitehaven, you will see a fast food chain. You know, that's just right. the way, it, and they're set up, and you can you can go into what they call conspiracy theories and other things <laughs> like that. They're set up there to continue to kill in the black community because mm-hmm. that's the main target of white supremacy. First, is always the black community, and then everything else. And they have their white sacrifices, of course. Gotcha. You know, but just to stay on right where you're at, mm-hmm. they do provide financial support for the communities who they hire, but they do not provide any other benefits, in my opinion, at all. Okay, fair yeah. enough. So it's either uh, basically net negative. Right, because like yeah. they, they they do provide jobs and whatever uh, yeah. monetary assistance to that neighborhood, but the fact that they're you're getting back the toxins mm-hmm. and poisons in the food, it just basically is a wash. It's a wash, mm-hmm. yeah. So okay. you get scholarships, you know, all that great positive mm-hmm. things. But if you're eating the food, if you're not working for McDonald's, but you're eating the food, then you're getting negatives. Right. You, of course, you're not. You're spending two dollars and you're getting a whole hamburger and fries and mm-hmm. some type of dookie cola or coca-cola or something but you're, you're not getting anything you're if you want to go deeper because <laughs> of what you eat your vibrational levels aren't going up or anything you're okay. staying at a very low toxic level so you're not even able to think properly okay. you can talk about how sugar creates the problems within the school system they're mm-hmm. feeding them sugar all the time so the kids are overactive their brains are at a certain level they can't learn gotcha. they're violent because of the sugar you know you can go on and on but yes, you're right. Okay, yeah. fair enough. And, and I guess it kind of speaks to uh, what your m- mom was saying as far as like you can't put a dollar amount on human life. No, you right. can't. Fair yeah. enough. Even so. I can't. I right. tell myself that even as a business owner, once you know, even as a business owner, when we start paying people the traditional, any like kid come out street, pay them a certain hourly rate. Right. I would tell them the same thing. Fair enough. Even though I'm gonna pay you. Nine, ten dollars an hour. This right. still doesn't value your life. Absolutely. And I mean, of course, I, mean, I have issues with this, my financial manager, people like that. When I say like, guilt-free patience is not your life. Gotcha. You need to use us and move forward. Okay. You know that. That's cool. the thing. You use us as a stepping stone. You don't step on us and hurt us, but you mm-hmm. move up and keep going from there. Gotcha. You know. Fair enough. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thanks for asking. <laughs> um, so you're on Main Street, man. How's business for you on Main Street? How does that, how's that uh, been for you? It's been interesting, to okay. tell you the truth. It's been uh, <laughs> two years now. I'm sorry. Hold on. And Startup Nation on Main Street is one of the uh, really uh, popular commercial spots here in the city of Memphis. But go ahead, man. I want to okay. throw that in there and kind yeah. of frame it. Cool. Thanks. Uh, it's been interesting. I mean, it's been two years now. Okay. Uh, this month, uh, it's very interesting. Like, we have had customers from literally every continent of the earth. Okay. And that's, like, not boasting, but that's literally every continent, uh, which is cool. Uh, so, it's been a great test for us. Okay. Being able to understand how our target demographic is really out. Basically, when I started the company, I hate to 
don't like to do that. <laughs> you already know where I'm going with it. It's sort of stereotypical what people say about Memphis. There's, first off, start up next, there's nothing wrong with this city. This city okay. is great, just like any other city. Mm -hmm. But you have to understand what, what your business is, right? Okay. For my business, we're in a barbecue, barbecue city. It's mm -hmm. all about, the city isn't about health and wellness. Let's okay. put it that way. Now on a large scale. Absolutely. There's popping up now. There's places popping up all over like hotcakes because it's a fad. Mm -hmm. But it's not on a large scale, right? Gotcha. So our target demographic is... And I imagine if it's not, uh, if it's just a fad, it's not even really on an organic level. It's just because exactly. of what's trending yep. right now. Exactly so, right. Enough. <laughs> so our target demographic has always been certain people who are, of course, in our, within our field. Mm -hmm. So when we got this chance to do this location, it was to test my theory which was the product, which is why we've been shipping since day one, is for people outside of Memphis. Okay. Not for people outside of Memphis, but those people are gonna attract to the product more and purchase it more. Understood. Because they're already at a level that Memphis is growing to. Okay. Okay, and so since we got on Main Street in the last two years, we have been able to prove that, which we have great support from Memphis, but our largest support is from people outside of Memphis. Okay. So that's been a great, Thing to you know to learn from that, and since that we've grown. Thankfully, we've been in this location. We have grown from the support of the small community in Memphis, and then more vastly from the community outside of Memphis, to where our wholesale orders and e-commerce orders are getting us to the point where we have to transition almost out of the space. I hear that. To focus okay. more so on those targets. So, for instance, our last day at this location will be next Saturday. Oh wow! Yeah, so <laughs> it's growing. I, I yeah. came in a good time. You I came guess. in a perfect time. Yeah, I figured I'd throw that out there. Yeah. Yeah. Right, cool. So Startup Nation, if you want to come to the location at 344 South Main, you have today to 7, <laughs> tomorrow to 9, and next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from 1 to 7. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. You know, I think by the time this episode airs, it'll be, you'll, you'll probably been on move by then. Yeah. Okay. But, but, All right. Well, don't worry about what I just said. He probably cut that out. <laughs> I just did thumbs up. Yep. Well, I'll tell you this. Where you, do you already have another space? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. We're okay. solely... We always have been an e-commerce company. Okay, okay. We're always. So okay. we're solely e-commerce and wholesale. Okay, yeah. okay, cool. Where do you see guilt-free in five years? Like everywhere. Okay. <laughs> uh, but strategically. Right. Strategically, uh, we really try to get to ship worldwide. Okay. That's our biggest strategy. I'm working with a mentor who ships... He does ships like 50, 100, 200,000 things a year. That's what's up. He's an Amazon person. He ships uh, like yeah. 50,000 units a month and all this type of mm -hmm. stuff. You know? So he has a large amount of knowledge on worldwide shipping. So we're working with him hardcore, like hard, to gotcha. try to get the products overseas. Gotcha. Working through customs with food products and okay. how to make them stay still fresh out the oven, going through customs and getting over to like Australia. We have a lot of customers in Australia, New Zealand. Um, the UK is heavy. That's what's um, up. Canada and like the BC part of Canada mm -hmm. is heavy. So trying to get up there and over the big pond or ocean gotcha. is what we're really focusing on. That's like the one and two year goal. The five year goal, I can't speak about certain things. That's um, fine. Gotta keep certain things, you know, under no, the cuff. I yeah. got you, I got but you. We're doing some things and hopefully People will be seeing them soon within the next five years. Yeah. Understood. I understand you got competitors, so and they, oh, yeah. they, 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 they listen, so yeah. fair enough. Fair <laughs> they enough. always had their ears on. Right, so. fair enough. <laughs> um, I believe all entrepreneurs have a superpower, Chef Brandon. What's yeah. yours? I did see that question. <laughs> superpower. Yeah, what's your superpower? Man, man? you asking the wrong person. I'm a huge comic book geek, so when you ask, I got like Black Panther right over there. Gotcha. Oh, man. Honestly... I would have to say uh, adapting to any situation. Okay. 
I don't really see that as a superpower. Once again, I told you I don't see things like that. But I would say the ability to adapt, mm-hmm. which is something that we naturally have, by, biologically have as being true humans, mm-hmm. we sort of have that. Right. But we lose it throughout the conditioning. We absolutely do. Yeah, you lose mm-hmm. how to adapt to a situation through conditioning. Mm-hmm. You know, so being able to adapt to any situation that I put in front of myself mm-hmm. or that comes before me is really like I would say superpower that I have. Okay. Yeah. Sort cool. of like so Logan or Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. But the black person. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um this is the part of the show, man, where you know I, I know you you got your uh, your event tomorrow, mm-hmm. and you got some stuff moving. But like, let the people know if you got a website, you know, social oh, okay. media credentials. The floor is yours. Throw everything oh, out. Plug there. it out. So, All right, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like I said, it's guilt-free pastries. Three words, no hyphen between guilt and free. People do that a lot. It's no hyphen. It's just gotcha. guilt-free pastry, not grammatically correct. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, the phone number is 901-563-2861. We're globally online. You can order 24 hours a day, seven days a week at guiltfreepastries.com. Uh, we do same-day delivery if you're here in Memphis, Tennessee, Monday through Saturday. I mean, you can have the product within one or two hours after you order it. We would get it out to you. We deliver the Mid-South everywhere in the Mid-South. So that's all the way over to Marion and West Memphis, Arkansas, Piperton, Arlington, Milliton, Olive Branch, South Haven, Horn Lake, the whole Mid-South. You order that. it, we're getting it to you. I hear Don't that. worry about it. <laughs> um, every social media, well, let me, let me be correct. <laughs> Facebook is guiltfreepastries.com. Instagram is guiltfreepastries.com. And Twitter is GFP underscore eat more fat. Okay. And so eat more fat is just simply saying avocado. Gotcha. The healthy okay. fat. So the healthy it's avocado, fat, right. coconut oil. Gotcha. That's sort of where we get that. And that's, um... Oh, <laughs> and, yeah, I forgot where we're sitting at right now. Right. Sorry. Um, yeah, well, we're sitting in the shop. I'm like, oh, where else is there? Uh, 344 South Main, mm-hmm. Thursday through Saturdays from 1 to 7 p.m. We'll be here today to 7. Tomorrow we'll be staying open late to 9. Next mm-hmm. Friday is trolley night. That's pretty cool. South Main does this thing called trolley night every last Friday. Okay. Um, most of the shops stay open late. Most of the shops, if you, if you participate in drugs like alcohol, that is a drug, by the way. Uh, a lot of people, it is. A gotcha. lot of people uh, stay open and have the champagne and mimosas and things like that out. So that's from 6 to 9 next Friday. Um, and we're probably going to be having a local best-selling Arthur here. Okay. And maybe a kombucha bar. That's what's up. And to follow that, to make sure we have all those, make sure you follow us on every social media site you're on. Three I mentioned before to stay tuned what we're doing next. All right, cool. And Nation, you'll be able to, if you look in the show notes, you'll be able to click on those links for uh, easy access to those things. So, Chef Brandon, last question, man. Any parting advice for an aspiring entrepreneur, man? They weren't listening. I mean, there's some stuff in there before. I mean, put me on the spot. I'm just saying. There's a lot of stuff you can take and dissect from them. Not saying my words are that powerful, but I'm just saying, um, just to get answer that question. Got you. Just do it. Fair enough. I had to take that from Nike, but don't buy Nike $500 shoes if you don't make enough money. <laughs> that's a whole other subject. That, by the way. That, that's our sixth podcast we just created today, but hey, go that's, ahead. That's an economics podcast. <laughs> um, and a, that's a whole lot of stuff. But Fair yeah, enough. just do it, as Nike said. Just do it. I mean, really, it doesn't matter. I mean, like I told you before, there's no such thing as failure. Only time you that. fail is when you don't get that back up. I hear that. I mean, that's it. So just... Just do it. Doesn't matter what it is. No matter if people there's 
10 billion people and doing what you're doing already, and they're doing it 100,000 times better than you probably ever do in your life. Gotcha. Just get up and try it. I hear that, man. And that's it. That's, that's what's up. Yeah. So that's going to conclude this episode of the Startup Life, man. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, man. I liked it. It was fun. <laughs> cool, yeah. man. All right, cool. So, all right, Startup Nation. Here's my final take. When it comes to Chef Brandon, he is that entrepreneur that is very candid, open, and honest about his path to entrepreneurship. He may say some things that may be a bit provocative. You can't blame him from coming from a place that's true, open, and honest, not just to himself, but to his consumers and his customers as well. If you want to let us know what you think about the show or would like to advertise on our show, send us an email to the address in the show notes. Subscribe to The Startup Life as it can now be heard on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Also, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Owls LLC. And hey, if you have an idea, be about that life. The Startup Life. Yeah.